Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, we were just talking off the air about Miami losing... To Tennessee last night mm-hmm. in a game in which Miami had a defensive touchdown. An odd one. A big man touchdown. Big yeah, man touchdown. Yeah. And then Tennessee handed them the ball deep in their own territory twice, twice in the final like nine minutes. And they still lost. And they still lost the game. Yeah. and As a 13-point favorite at home. I, I know everyone listening thinks the Patriot and Cardinal losses back-to-back were the worst thing that's happened in the league all year. And it, it's not good. I'm not saying that. But this, by point spread, was the worst loss of the whole year by any team. You know, And it's a team people look at like they might be the one seed. They're the best offense in the league. And, yeah, Tyreek got hurt, and they were falling like flies there for a while. But they got to be – Pretty unhappy with themselves they had today. A, was it, it was a 14-point lead with like four minutes left. Yeah. I and think lost. lost. Yeah, you're right. And lost. Wow, and squandered Whether you had Tyreek or not, your yeah. defense scored a touchdown And he was for back you. by then. And, yeah. You know, he was maybe not himself, but. But your defense got you a touchdown, and you got gift wrapped two other touchdowns. And you couldn't beat the Titans. And you couldn't hold off. The, you let the Titans walk right down the field on you twice mm-hmm. in the closing minutes. Yeah, that's that a game. brutal loss because now. I mean, I still think they win the division, although Tyreek's day-to-day or whatever. I yeah. mean, they're a different team if he misses any time, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have much more to say about it. It's a horrible loss by Miami. What it really does now is Miami still has to play uh, Dallas. Okay. They still have to play the Ravens, and they still have to play Buffalo. I know they Buffalo at the end of the year. So for the Ravens, who play Jacksonville this week. Mm-hmm. If they beat Jacksonville, even if they lose to the 49ers out in San Francisco. NFC game, of course. It's an NFC game. But then they then, they then come back and beat Miami mm-hmm. in the head-to-head matchup. Their Week 18 game could be completely meaningless against the Steelers. They could have the number one seed wrapped mm-hmm. up in the AFC. It's, I mean, Miami would have to run the table in your scenario for them not to have it. Correct. Yeah, so yeah. right. So we want Baltimore to win. My, I mean, at this and, point, you're not going to catch them in the division. Yeah, anyway, you're not going right. to catch them. I don't know if anybody's going to catch them at this point. Right? They they're, would have to win really well. They'd have right. to lose all four games, and that's not going to happen. They're thrilled with what happened last night. Absolutely. Yeah. And that could benefit the Steelers in Week 18. I mean, why would you? I know the Steeler rivalry and all that stuff. But you don't play Lamar if you're no. going. Even if you have a buy. Here's the thing. So in in 2003. This has happened before. This right? has happened before. Yeah. The the Ravens had the division title wrapped up. Mm-hmm. They were they were nine and six going into the game. Uh, the the Bengals finished eight and eight that year. The Steelers were six and ten. The Browns were the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> and not relevant. <laughs> not relevant. So the Ravens couldn't. They couldn't improve their their season ending 
standings. They couldn't go from three they, to four. Yeah, they were going to be the, they were going to be the division winner. They were going to play Wild Card Weekend no matter what. Mm-hmm. What they didn't know was when they were going to play Wild Card Weekend. Okay, the so they knew they, they were hosting yeah, a game. Yeah, they knew they were hosting a game. So they they go into a game against the Steelers in the season finale. The Steelers at that point are six and nine. They're out of no it. playoff. Chances. They have no playoff chances. But the Ravens had Brian or uh, Brian Billick decided that they needed to get Jamal Lewis his 2,000 rushing yards. Uh, yeah, I remember, okay, I remember that year. And he decided to play his dudes. Okay. So he played everybody. The game goes to overtime. <laughs> so they end up I'm playing. I'm sure it's a grueling battle. Uh, it's a, and, it's, yeah. a sti- it's a typical Steelers Ravens right. game. It's a it's a not, it ends up 16. I think it's 16, 13, 13 or 13, 10. But the Steelers get to go home and rest for six yeah. months. Or, the, you know, right? the Ravens yeah. come through. They win the football game. The next week they go and they lose their because they ended up playing on Saturday. Wow! So they have one fewer days rest and they played an overtime, overtime game against the Steelers. Against the Steelers, wow! And they lose twenty to seventeen in the first round of the playoffs. The Steelers, meanwhile, remember this was two thousand three, mm-hmm. go to the eleventh pick in the draft uh-huh. as opposed to being thirteen or fourteen, and they get Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> so quite the uh, turn of events on that decision. All because of Brian Billick decided to play his guys. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine Harbaugh would. I mean, at least Lamar. I mean, yeah, you're not playing Lamar. I mean, that you, I mean, that's it'd be insanity because the Steelers have something to play for. Maybe they won't. Who knows? I mean, yeah. but you got to win these next two to have something mm-hmm. to play for. But I, I just can't imagine it, it, the the rivalry again. That the two teams they have a the, the rivalry between the Ravens and Steelers is different than the rivalries between the Bengals and Browns and the Steelers. Agreed. There's a there's a much greater respect mm-hmm. involved between in the Ravens and Steelers because they've both accomplished quite a bit. And I think they've gone about their business in similar manners. Yeah. Draft, you know, working from within the star powers, the toughness. I think that they're kind of they somewhat kind of mirror, mirror each image. other. Yeah. yeah, I mean, more so than Cincy or Cleveland for sure over so, the years. Yeah, um, and I really think that that's kind of even morphed even more so down the road. Between Tomlin and Harbaugh. Oh, I'm sure. Billick and Cower hated each other. They were okay. not. Billick would poke Cower all the time okay. with stuff. So then they weren't ever going to go get they a were beer not buddies, after yeah. they retired. They were not, I don't think they were buddies. But so, yeah. I've made this joke, or I kind of mean it. Like there should be a 30 for 30 or a football life of either Kevin Colbert and Ozzie Newsome fishing on a boat, just talking about, <laughs> you know, I can't believe you snagged this guy and I was about to take him or. Invite the two coaches, or the four of them, or the you know just Harbaugh and and Tomlin shooting this you know the stuff together. I, just, I, I, I actually thought men, about that you know uh, when the Ravens were here earlier this season, and I walked into the bathroom at at, at Acrisure Stadium, and the only other person in there was Ozzy. Mm, okay, and he's washing his hands, and I'm washing my hands, and I, I wanted to say to him, you know, Ozzy, I was we we've, we've been talking about this. You need a thirty for thirty with you and Kevin. You and Kevin, right? <laughs> I mean, now those two are both they're not as busy every day. Yeah. Obviously, they're not head coaches, you know, like those two. But there's gold there. It could be a three piece series. You it'd know? be fun. It'd, yeah, it'd be great. I mean, just talk about it. Ray Lewis stops by for ten minutes or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's Heinz Ward that popped in. You know? Yeah. So I, I I'm with you. I don't think Harbaugh would play his guys in that scenario. No, I, I don't think. Hopefully, it gets to that. I don't think Lamar would play. Him. I don't think Ronnie Stanley plays at left tackle. I don't think the right tackle plays. Probably not Moses. Moses, older guy. Uh, he's an older guy. Beckham. I wouldn't play Beckham. I wouldn't play Humphrey. 
There's no chance Andrews is back by then, right? Is he no, he, I think he's, yeah. yeah. Okay. They said maybe he gets back in time for the playoffs. That's what I thought. In but, the playoffs, okay. but yeah, that ain't happening. Um, no, that could benefit the Steelers. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but boy, either, that, that but, helps. Yeah. The game last night helped the Steelers in a way then. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you have to win. That's the yeah. you know that's the the one small caveat here. You, gotta, yeah. you can't lose these games. You got to win them. You have to win them. And you know Baltimore also has something to say about it too. I mean, they they They've knock off Jacksonville. Yeah. And yeah, I mean those aren't easy games. And who knows? Lamar gets hurt. Like any and people are falling left and right in the league. Yeah. Interesting though. But I, I was shocked to see the Giants and especially the Titans win last night. I mean, especially Tennessee. I I, I was strongly considering. Going strong on the Dolphins and didn't <laughs> and didn't. I'm like, eh, that's a big number, uh, but I think they're just going to run all. I mean, just light it up. In some ways, they look good, but not enough. I mean, I, they haven't beat anybody. Not a single team that that's even reasonably mm-hmm. good. And now you look at them. Um, you know, are are they that much better than the seven and six teams out there? Yeah, it's a good question. I I don't know that they are. I mean, you know, my love affair of the Bills. I think Buffalo is better than they are. I think they are too. I mean, yeah. Miami has the better record, sure, um, but again, <laughs> but somebody could go in there. Their strength of schedule is four hundred two. Really, four hundred two. That's not their wins. That's their well. Their strength of victory somehow is is jumped completely up now to five twenty five. Who did I they think, beat last week? I think some of the teams that they beat early in the season. Oh, those teams are getting better. Like Denver, okay. for example. Okay. They've gotten better each week. Cause it's not when you play three. Them. Yeah, three weeks ago we're talking about this, and they're in the 200s. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I was saying, okay, that makes sense. I guess if you beat a team that's 0-1, you shouldn't get zero. Yeah. If it's they go what, in to go The strength of victory changes every week based yeah. on you know who, who, who your victories have come against. Okay. But their strength of schedule hasn't changed. It's still 402, which is easily the worst of any of the teams currently in the AFC playoffs. Wow. Actually, it's the worst. It's the worst in the conference. Is it really? Yeah. yeah by I'm a lot. I like the next closest strength the next uh, closest strength of schedule to Miami in the AFC is wow. Houston is it at four, Houston? Houston at 479. And then the Colts are right behind them. Yeah, from what I'm. But seeing. Miami's at 402. There's a big gap there between 402 and 479. Gap. So this site is called Sumer Sports. They do it by EPA. So same thing though. I mean, like the Saints, Falcons, Cowboys had the easiest three schedules up until this minute. Dolphins are four. I mean, that's yeah. number one in the AFC. Houston and Indy are right behind them, and actually the Ravens are right behind them. So that's going to change quickly for the Ravens because strength of schedule after. The Eagles have the easiest. The Colts actually have a very easy path after this. But Miami has the hardest strength of schedule from this point on. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, and, and Baltimore's that, right behind And them. that includes playing New England this week. Yeah, I mean, that's from this second on. Yeah. Miami and Baltimore are the two hardest Because schedules. they got to play Dallas, uh, Baltimore. Each other. And then they got to play, well, they both have to play Dallas. Yeah, yeah. And then Miami, and Miami also has to play uh, Baltimore and then. And New England, right. And then Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo, Buffalo, yeah. okay. Yeah, so maybe they aren't assured the top two spots. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I just uh, – they've scored their points against the really bad defenses. Mm-hmm. Against good defenses or even average defenses, eh. It's been okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been not, okay. It's not, you know, oh, the, the, this greatest show on turf kind of thing. No, right? no. I mean, and any stat is going to get skewed by the 60-point game too. 70. 70 points. Well, wow. 700 yeah, right, right. total yards. 700 total yards, Like, you yeah. take that out of the equation, and they've got a 
a good offense, but not a great one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it is. Um, the thing that worries me more about the numbers and things, it's just not a very physical offense. You know, like they could use a 260-pound tight end. They tried to run the clock the out middle. last right, night and right, weren't right. able to do it. They yeah. ran the ball three was it three straight times or twice and then threw on third down with, this, remember, with a but, touchdown lead. But they could use a 230-pound back. And, yeah. you know, it, I, didn't, I know they lost their center, but their O-line's okay. You know, and Armstead's always in and out of the lineup too. So, no, they're built a certain way. Which I do think favors them if they're hosting games in the playoffs. Like, I don't love their chances in Baltimore. I know they can't play in Buffalo. I'm just thinking of cold weather places, you know, Cleveland or whatever. Um, but I think they're built for Miami. I'm sorry. I said they played the Patriots this week. They played the Jets. That's a bad matchup for them. It is. Defensive, grind it out. Defensively, yeah. like, they want to throw the football. Mm-hmm. They have two good corners. Maybe Tyreek plays. Maybe he doesn't. I don't think they're going to they're going to lose the Jets, but I might take the points. Yeah, I don't, you know what I mean. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that could be a close I mean, it game. Was, that game was thirty four thirteen a couple of weeks ago. I mean, Wilson's coming off a really good game for quarterback of the Jets. Wilson, yeah, but I, yeah. I think that thirty four thirteen game just I think that might have been the first one started by um, what's his face. It's not even on the Jets roster anymore. Oh, Boyle. Boy, that might have been a Boyle game. Could be. That Let was maybe like here. four or five weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's about when he was out there playing. Really uh, yeah, quarter. that was a Tim Boyle game. Okay. <laughs> he got six, so, seven times and threw two picks, including a pick six. be curious if we just went through their whole schedule of what quarterbacks they've played. Because, yeah. I mean, you get the Jets, the worst quarterback. You know, I mean, it's probably not great. I mean, Levis was fine last night. I mean, he was better than he's been in recent weeks, but he's a little reckless. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, here. So they played the Chargers in Week One. Mm-hmm. When we know the Chargers now, they won that one thirty six thirty four in the last second. Yeah, it did go down to the wire. Yeah, and the, the, we know now that the Chargers are not good. And we were talking about you know, a lot of the narrative was, boy, these two could be meeting in the playoffs. Yeah. These are two great teams. You know, right? Uh, then they played New England, Denver. Denver's that was a seventy up. to twenty game. And Denver was playing the, really badly. Yeah. Uh, then they beat the Bills or lost to the Bills, forty-eight twenty. Mm-hmm. Lost them, forty-eight yeah, to twenty. They got beat bad by the Bills. Uh, beat the Giants, beat the Panthers, uh, lost to the Eagles, thirty-one seventeen. Okay, Man, which nobody really bad an eye at, but that was a good team. Lost to the Chiefs, twenty-one fourteen. Mm-hmm. Scored fourteen points against the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, beat the Raiders, twenty to thirteen. Beat the Jets, thirty-four thirteen. But again, there was a defensive touchdown in there, so that was something like they, Yeah. Uh, they beat the Commanders 45-15. We know the Commanders They're can't... hideous right Yeah, now. they just can't stop the pass. And then they lose to the Titans 28-27. I don't know if they're a good team or not. Yeah, that's a good question. It's a good, there's no win on there. It's like, wow, okay, that was good. I forgot yeah. about that one. The three times Even the Charger win. Yeah, the three times they've played good teams... Haven't that, gone well at all. Or teams that we think you know are pretty good. Who, who are you saying with that? That's, that's Buffalo, Buffalo, Philly. Philly and Kansas City. And Kansas City. They've lost all three of them. They've lost all three, yeah. And in addition to last night. and Right. Yeah, I'd be worried if I were them. I mean, again, I don't know what their injury situation was, but there were four or five guys that left that game, including Tyreek, including your starting center. You know, so they have a couple defensive guys banged up in the Phillips. Yeah, well. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I don't think they're a contender. I still think they'll win the division. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's a team that, again, one of the things that, are, that I've heard also, well, you know, if the Steelers have to go to Miami. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a, no playoff matchup's going to be rosy. but Right, it, yeah. I mean, they're not, none of them are great. but It's, it's not the I, NFC South I don't think you're going to get, you know, you're not right. going to lose 70 to 20. No, no, I wouldn't <laughs> think so. 
Um, what was I going to say about them? Oh, he's very, very creative as a head coach offensively, and I, I love the way they scheme things up. But you're seeing after the first month of the, in the league, people are just stealing his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he hasn't written a new chapter to the book. Yeah, so it's not, there's nothing right. new. There's no there's No, no I know, mean, over the course of the year. Two. Right, right. I mean, he's <laughs> not going to just take you know, a month off and, you know, add a huge chapter to the playbook. That'll come in the off season and people probably steal that from them. But everyone's kind of caught on to some of the motions and things that yeah. they do, you know. So and as we sit it. here now, Baltimore sits atop the AFC at 10 and 3. They're very comfortable right now. Yeah. Miami, but, but their schedule's hard. Miami's second at 9 and 4. Really hard schedule. Kansas City third at 8 and 5. I think they're going to I don't think they'll get challenged for the division. Jacksonville fourth. At eight and five. Okay. You think any chance Houston catches them? I don't think so. I don't think so either. They're only a game behind and they split mm-hmm. in the regular season. The division record favors Jacksonville. Jacksonville's four and one. Houston's one and two. Okay. And they play again. Jacksonville. No, could... they've already played twice. Oh, they, they played split. twice. Okay. Yeah. You said that. Jacksonville certainly could lose to Baltimore this week. I don't. I think I don't even know who Houston plays yet. But... Jacksonville still has a game left in div- within the division. At the Titans in weeks 18. Okay. I mean, I do think Stroud's going to play. I don't think Nico's going to play. Dell's out. I kind of think Houston's stories was lovely, but it's coming There's down. There's an old uh, gambling mantra that you always bet against a concussed quarterback in his first game back. Mm, makes some sense. Right. Even though he's, process even though he's fine, or, you just yeah. don't process quite as quickly. And just a smidge of fogginess, and, yeah. and it matters by milliseconds. You know, we're yeah. talking about just you know, a little late with the football. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I wonder if the Jets maybe, with without those receivers out there, maybe the Jets. And I know the Jets' pass defense is good, mm-hmm. but maybe they showed the league something there. Maybe they just completely shut them down. Yeah, they really did. They absolutely did. So I don't know if Houston's a contender either, but. Do you still agree that those four teams will probably win their divisions? I would say so. Miami, to me, is probably the one that's the least. Yeah. Because Buffalo could catch them. And Buffalo could win out. I mean, yeah. I don't care who they play, they could win out. And Miami could be hobbled at the wrong time. Yeah. So, I mean, that, would, bit figured that out. would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, after Jacksonville, then you still have Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis sitting in those three mm-hmm. wild card spots. Cleveland's pretty comfortable, too. Yeah. Um, just I, having that one game over everybody right now. They're the team this week that plays. They get the Bears this week. Bears are scary. That's a sneaky little game. Oh, Bears are scary. I would not want to. I'd much rather play the Colts this week than the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. I just would. I think the Bears are rolling. They're both both sides of the balls come a long way. After they traded for uh, Sweat, the defense is starting to really shape up. That was like the, they had no pass rush before that. Secondary's pretty good. They paid those linebackers. They get a pass rush, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the O lines. Young and fields could always together. bust one on you. Him and Moore are lighting it up together yeah. too. So they they can run the ball. They'll so. be the two best offensive skill players in that game. Oh yeah, 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 no I doubt. Mean, yeah, they just will be. Uh, so yeah, Cleveland still has the Bears. Then they play at Houston. Okay. Uh, then they get the Jets at home, and then at the Bengals. So it's not awful, but I doubt they sweep them. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, just it might I, be two I, and two. Their away schedule with, you know, Cleveland away from them. This is a big, like, this Bears game is huge for them. It's huge for them. I mean, you, you win that one, then you're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But if you lose that one, now you start to get a little tight. So I don't know this week's schedule super well, but I just glanced at it because I did some Indianapolis radio today. And I think Steelers-Colts is the only, like, 
teams that are right in the any of the wild card teams matching up against each other. You know, like um, where, I, yeah, I went through that uh, earlier. I too. mean, there's some big games. But it's like an AFC it's versus the only, NFC. Yeah, the two or, AFC teams. Yeah, like yeah. Denver has to go to Detroit. I'd say Denver is a tough yeah. one. It matters a lot. But they're not playing they're not a playing, direct competitor. I, yeah, here right, for right. You know, but like, those teams yeah. all do play each other down the stretch. One yeah. The, like the NFL schedule maker, when they put this together, obviously didn't know what everybody's records was going to be. Right, right. But they couldn't have scheduled it any better. It worked out quite well. There's a lot of consequential games. <laughs> they are, yeah, and they yeah. Are, yeah, because there's so many teams that are still in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking 11 teams. I'm not counting the Chargers or the Raiders. No, I wouldn't either. They're right. not li- eliminated, but they're out of it. Plus, Herbert just was announced he's yeah. not going to play another game this year. Uh, but you look at the you know those 11 teams in the AFC, and then you look at the NFC, and you basically got 10 teams that are still that are in six the hunt. and seven or better. Yeah. Now. Their group, I mean, that that's six and seven as opposed to seven and six, and I do think their group is noticeably weaker. Like yeah. Minnesota's, you know, their quarterback. Is. <laughs> <laughs> the, the poor Rams. I think yeah. the Rams are maybe one of the best of that group. Seattle's lost four in a row. Yeah, against awfully good teams, and I think they have one more tough one, or maybe they're done with that stretch. But they just no, got, they got another. Tough no, they got one more because yeah, they lost their the schedule's Rams. been their last five were, awful. Yeah. Uh, they get the Eagles this week. Okay, and then it lightens up. Then they get they the Titans. Then they get the Steelers. And the Cardinals. Okay. But, but man, I mean, you're going to lose, probably going to lose five in a row. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hard a, to a tipped off Eagles team. Like, right. Right. <laughs> they're definitely big dogs in that game. And Gino may still might not be playing. Mm, like, point. he's dealing with a groin injury. I don't um, trust the Vikes at all. No. I mean, Jefferson's no. out now and the, the quarterback situation. Flores can only do so much with that defense. But right now, they're sitting in that. You, you they're, not, they're in bad the, shape. The weird thing is, you got the Eagles now at 10 and 3 in a wild card spot. So. <laughs> My co-host on the podcast brought it up because somebody asked him about it, that being the number one wild card in the NFC, you don't get home games, but you get to go to Atlanta or Tampa. Or, I mean, like, it's a really nice path. Yeah, right? in week in week one, but then you got to go to San Francisco. Then you got to go to San Francisco. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, well, unless another wild card team now, wins. But, yeah. You can hope that, hey, San Francisco coming off of a, a you know, a couple weeks Bye. off, yeah. maybe they're, they take them a while to get their feet under them, and mm-hmm. you just played a – a playoff game and won it. You would think the number one wild card team is pretty much guaranteed the divisional round. Yeah, you know, which is pretty nice. You yeah, because right now the fourth the fourth seed is Tampa. Yeah, exactly. It might, it might turn into Atlanta or New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely favored on the road there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe by a touchdown. Maybe heavily. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, we're going to get to a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team. At one of the official Steelers Pro Shops, they're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally, and you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And the big news today coming out of uh, Steelerland, oh. uh, both Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt limited in practice today. Right. And Which... regular listeners to our show exactly. know that yep. Yep. limited 
coming out of concussion protocol is a good sign. Yeah, that's what we were hoping for yesterday. Yeah. You know, we told you guys, hopefully we'll get limited tomorrow, t- meaning today. And then hopefully there's no ramifications after today and they'll be on the path to both playing. And you mentioned their left tackle, Raymond, who was a second-year player, had a long day this past week against Hendrickson. Yeah, two sa- he gave up two sacks. I think it was like five pressures, a couple of quarterback hits, hmm. and had four penalties. Ooh. Four penalties. Four penalties. Wow. <laughs> and Hendrickson's good, but, I mean, I don't think Highsmith's a big step below him, if no. at all. He's, he's no slouch. No, no slouch. Don't, don't underestimate <laughs> yourself. You're an incredible slouch. Speaking of incredible slouches, they have a backup right tackle yeah. in there. Um, was it Friedland's his name, right? Yeah, the Blake BYU kid. Yeah. yeah. A rookie. Was a nice prospect in terms of, you know, athletically. Project, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't ready to play. No, so he's going to most likely get TJ. So that's a nice advantage for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. going to have to help him out on that side. So it's, oh, you're yeah. going to see a lot of, and which is what you saw with the Bengals. They just told Bernard Raymond, hey, you got him. You got him. You got to do your job him. over there because we got to help the kid out over here. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned something off the air, too, that the, the Bengals did that worked out well was they would put one of their defensive tackles in between Nelson, who everyone knows is a good left guard, yeah. and their center. And try to draw double teams by attacking that that, that left gap, a yeah. gap. And if you could take, even if it's Cam, if Cam could take their center and Nelson out if of he's the equation, two, because yeah. the, Nelson in the center might be their two best guys. Yeah, Kelly, yeah. Kelly, the center. Nelson good. definitely yeah. is. Yeah, and Kelly's been around for a yeah. while. Yeah. So if you could put Cam and force the double team there, mm-hmm. now you now you're definitely getting a, a one on one with for Highsmith. And the, the right guard, Fries, is just a guy. Yeah. I mean, if he's got Benton or Ogunjobi or whomever, that favors the Steelers, yeah. too. You know? And so, I, you know, that that would be – that was they did that uh, several times. This can't be just a coincidence mm-hmm. that I keep seeing Nelson go to help double with, with the center. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, you know. if you could draw something similar, and Hayward's a better player than any of the Bengals D-tackles. Yeah, you know? they were helping with like, like the Hill backups. Or, and Yeah, okay. Didn't matter who it was; they were just putting them over there. In, Maybe in that they gap. know their protection rules well enough to yeah. say we can dictate it. Uh, looking at the rest of the Steelers' practice report, uh, obviously Kenny Pickett did not practice. Sure, uh, Najee Harris with that knee didn't practice, but that's was expected. Just wear and tear of uh, being a running back. Yeah, yeah. same thing with uh, Landon Roberts. Obviously, mm-hmm. you taking you give him an extra day of rest here, and then Isaac Sayamalu. All those guys played in the game last Thursday, mm-hmm. despite their injuries. You give them the, the day off today just to rest. Um, DeMonte KZ with an ankle was limited. Uh, James Pierre with the shoulder injury was a full participant. He didn't play last week. He did not play yeah. last week. And then uh, Keanu Benton and then Cam Hayward uh, with the oblique and then the groin uh, both limited today. But Any Benton concerns? No. Okay. Those guys are both. Own... Yeah. I expect them both to play. So, so today's really a Wednesday, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you explained that yesterday, but it's when people that weren't listening – First practice of the week, they play Saturday. This is like a Wednesday practice. Yeah. On the other side of things, they get, again, some interesting dudes here. At their, they conducted a walkthrough Tuesday, so this this wasn't even like a real hmm. practice for them. Uh, so, Braden Smith, who he's is a starting, starting right tackle. Right tackle right. He's a good player. Didn't practice with a knee. Okay. Didn't play last week. Jonathan Taylor with the thumb. He's not. Gonna he's play. not going to play this week. I mean, there was some speculation or some fantasy sites when it happened. He only he might miss only two games. Nobody really thought that. No, <laughs> no, that that thumb injury, and it's exactly what I thought it was. It's that tendon in the thumb. Mm-hmm. When you have that, they got to reattach the tendon. Oops. You're not coming back after yeah. three weeks from that ball carrier two, and all know. that. People are going to yank on your hand. They're going to pull on it. Like I, I have that injury. I, I heard it my senior year in high school. 
Okay. And tore the ligament. Yeah, I know you like can't. Your your thumb still doesn't. My quite my work thumb right doesn't now. work right on. You know, it's just I, the ligament's not there. I can just twist and turn it. My wife did that. Um, when twist my, and turn your thumb when you're, she's mad no, at you. <laughs> but my one of my my younger son when he was little was uh, roller skating and skated underneath her. Ooh. And she almost fell, or she did fall. But instead of falling on him, she reached back behind her and, and tore the same ligament in her thumb. Okay. She had the surgery. It was six weeks. Is it like a hyperextension? It's like taking you pull, it too far. Yeah, it's like yeah. popping it back, and you pull, you, you bust that ligament that keeps it from bending all the way back. Mm-hmm. And so they got to reattach that. It's uh, a ligament. You're yeah, not, yeah, you're not yeah. coming back from a ligament tear. And, yeah. That, the Colts leaked that he may only miss a game or two. It was like, <laughs> no chance. So real quick, I dug this up. We both like Zach Moss, but he's not Jonathan Taylor, obviously. And I think he's hitting a bit of a wall too. I mean, this is a, he's had a lot of wear and it's the tear. first time in his career he's carried the ball this much yeah. in the NFL. And, and he played 54 of 64 snaps last week, so he's playing a lot. He was stuffed for no gain on three carries, took a loss on three more. He had three carries in the game with over three yards. It's like they're all threes for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Sermon got a carry, but he was the only other back that even like saw any action, and. He's averaged, Moss has averaged 2.7 yards per carry or less in three of his last four games. And since he's been the starter, there's two games, 79 rushing yards on 32 carries. Here's the problem that I, that I saw watching the Bengals game for, for him. Because mm-hmm. we know the Bengals don't have a good run defense. No, no, right. I'm saying it's not a great run defense. It's very similar to what was happening at the end of Ben Roethlisberger's career. Balls out. The ball's Everybody's... coming out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Everything's wide receiver screens and, and, and quick outs and things. And Pittman's or Deontay. Where yeah. He's just getting a Everybody's lot of Everybody's at yeah. the line of scrimmage. Everybody's within, you mm-hmm. know, six yards of the line of scrimmage. There's nowhere to run. That makes sense. That's actually a really good comparison the more I think about their offense because the Steelers did take shots back then, yeah. but it's usually was just a sideline bomb. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a real creative. Which is kind of what the, the Colts do that's with, what with, with Alec Pierce. Pierce. You know, yeah. Pierce is that guy where, okay, you kind of know it's coming. They max protect. You throw one up for grabs down the sideline, and if he comes down with a great, but it's a low percentage play. Yeah. And Pittman's the one getting all the action. I mean, again, we we talk about every week during the fantasy. Like he gets nine catches every game. Every game. Sometimes it's nine catches for sixty yards. Mm-hmm. You know, if he breaks a tackle, because again, it's a lot of wide receiver screens, just a lot of stuff. You know, quickly. Yeah. Quick slants. And he's and a strong guy, yeah. and he can shrug off a tackle. And, you know, um, you know he, he's good at getting open. He's a really good player. So to me, one of the keys in this game is tackling. At, you know, tackling the catch. Mm-hmm. Don't let them get those. You know, he catches it three yards beyond the line of scrimmage and gets 12. And, and I guarantee Porter's going to follow him. Yeah. You know, and yeah. not only does he do that no matter what now, that's the perfect kind of guy for him to do oh, battle yeah. with. It's not the little quick guy. I mean, it's not Yeah, he's not, he's not Moss, you know, beep, right. beep, I'm going to change directions right, on you. Right, he's, right. I'm going to try to plow they're through gonna you. They're going to battle. They're going to battle. And both their dads played in the league. I just like to throw that out there. They're both tough guys. Both yeah. tough guys. Yeah. And another thing that's kind of weird about their offense, they I want to say they don't have a tight end. But they play four of them, like, all equal snaps. Like, I've never seen such a thing. Like, that yeah, your turn to go out. That would be interesting out, this right. week against the Steelers because you would assume the tight end is going to have to help out a bit on T.J. Watt. Yeah, maybe they'll just play their best blocker. Because you would think the way that I just described it, they play a lot of 12, but they're always in 11. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're always the three receivers. 
So maybe they just throw that. Maybe there's a big tell there that I haven't noticed. Like if this tight end's out there, they're running the ball. Yeah, we just don't haven't watched best. enough tape yeah. of them to, to figure that this out. This is but their if, pass protector tight end, or you if, know, if we were on an NFL coaching staff, we, right, would, right, we right. would watch a lot of those tendencies. Maybe those four really tell you something. Um, but yeah, I, I just I look at that. I mean, I think the you know with those two tackles, and, and again, Raymond's a quality tackle. Yeah, he seems like he's had a much better year than his rookie season. But I'll take my chances with Alec Highsmith one on one with him. Mm-hmm. Even Golden. Yeah, uh, and Herbig and those guys. You know, I mean, if if Highsmith and Watt play seventy percent of the snaps instead of eighty five, you have four quality guys for this game that should do well. Yeah, I mean, against Freeland and uh, Raymond. So, uh, yeah, those those are two of the injuries. Cornerback uh, Jalen Jones is dealing with an ankle. He was listed as a limited participant. Okay. Again, this is a walkthrough. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then full participation was uh, Juju Brents, the cornerback. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's going to be Julius Brands yeah. when we talked. Now he's Juju. Yeah. Uh, he's got a quadricep. DeForest Buckner dealing with a back issue. Uh, Will Mallory with a rib and EJ Speed with knees. But again, this is a walkthrough today. Mm. I mean, Buckner's their best defensive player. Their D line is talented with a lot of first round picks, and the quitty pays of the world are coming around. Yeah. Um, this is the a short week for them. Great, though. This is a short week for them. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice advantage, too. Yeah. So, you, you know, your Steelers are a little more. Well, obviously rested. Uh-huh. Um, some of these guys are, are dealing with some stuff here, and they they got to turn around. Today's practice for them was kind of like the Steelers had all all you know between their their Sunday and Thursday game uh-huh. last week. Just where get out there. And you're on the, you're on the field practicing, but it's a walkthrough. Yeah, you're you're doing mental reps more than anything. Stretch your legs a little bit, kind of thing, and walk through the whole thing. I bet tomorrow's not a real. Physical yeah, it won't be a, either, right? They may not go anything kind of real full speed until Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I think this is a good matchup for the Steelers, the more I look into it. Their, their defensive line and pass rush worries me. I think only two teams have more sacks. Yeah. But teams are really running the ball on these Just guys. right down their throats. Right down their throats. I think it's the last eight games they give up 147 yards a game. I mean, so against good running attacks, bad running attacks. And so teams just aren't throwing it that much. You know, they're not making their guys protect. Yeah, because why would you? If you could, mm-hmm. if, again, if, if at this point in the season, you you stick with what works, and it also keeps their offense off the field. And as we just said, I don't think they get a catch up kind of offense. No, I think they have a ball control. Yeah, you know, I think that's what they are. Yeah, and Minshew is kind of a fun player. Uh, he he reminds me so much of like Ryan Fitzpatrick that he'll play for a hundred teams and he'll start a lot of games, but he'll never be the answer and. Uh, he just is a risk taker, and that can be good and bad. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, his good days, he makes plays, and sometimes he makes you scratch your head. The other reason, you know, the other reason why I think you can run against them, their base defense is a four three. Mm-hmm. Both their ends are like two hundred forty five pounds. Yeah, they're all pass rush types. Yeah, yeah, they're good combine so you got the, you athlete got types. Buckner and Grover Stewart in the middle mm-hmm. as your Stewart's defensive Stewart's an underrated tackles. player. He's yeah. a quality player. But if you can control those two guys, who do they call the starters? Is it Pay and Pay and uh, Ekibom? Okay, they both have a handful of sacks each. Yeah, they're, they're good players, but, but they're, they're not huge. You're right? They're light. Yeah, they're speed dudes. Yeah, when the Steelers go to that four man front like that, it's the pass rush. Mm-hmm. No, it's nickel dime. Yeah you, yeah, yeah, you know, if it's first or second down, and you're probably going to run the ball. They've got a five, basically a five man front out there. Mm-hmm. So you're light at the ends, but you got three big guys out there. Right, 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 right. They've got and two, they, and the ends all the time line up further away from the ball. Then, you yeah, know, right. They've got two all the time, and, mm-hmm. and even the, the the linebackers aren't big dudes. No, no, they're running hit dome players. Yeah, you know, right, right. Yeah. So 
who do they list as who are the starting linebackers? Speed, uh, EJ uh, Speed, Zaire Franklin, and, and Zaire Franklin, Cameron McGrone. Yeah, Speed the, and Franklin are the ones that don't really leave the field. Yeah, I mean Franklin's a big reason why Leonard's gone. So you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't the, think their secondary is great either. Yeah, the the defensive line, the defensive front, is good against the pass. It is. Uh, they'll get after it a little bit, but they don't. Yeah, the run defense is getting worse and worse. Man, I just wonder how many of those uh, sacks that they've racked up over the course of the season is because they played really bad teams. I don't know. I mean, they, they had none last week. So they, they're, yeah. they're third in the league in sacks after having zero last week. Because, you know, in recent weeks, they, they again, no sacks last week against the Bengals. Before that, they played the Titans, Buccaneers, Patriots, Panthers. And I don't know if they racked them up against those guys or not. And they've also played uh, – well, the Titans again earlier in the year. Uh, the Browns in that game, they beat the or lost to the Browns 39-38. Um, the Saints. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, not not terrible, but no, no. Yeah. By all, I think they're having a good year. Yeah. I mean, especially because you picked fourth in the draft. You invested in Richardson, and if you told me before the season he would play here and there over the course of four games, I'd be like, oh, the Colts might be picking the top five again. You know, I mean, not that he's a superstar, but they're built to build around him. So I do think they found themselves a coach, and Minshew's a quality borderline starter. And the O-line's much better than it was a year ago. It was really bad last year. Awful, awful is why they were picking so high. So I think they're finding things, but I keep saying they're kind of playing with house money too. Like they they all kick their coverage a yeah, little bit. But if know, they have straight. to if they have to roll out that right side of the offensive line this week with mm-hmm. Will Fries and Blake Freeland on the right side, yeah, good luck with that. Better yet is their backup center French. I love when he lines up next to Fries. It makes me smile. <laughs> You are always into that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can get that once in a while, that just makes my day. The problem so is it's backwards, right? It's fries It was fries French. was next to French and something I saw, right. <laughs> they but need to switch spots. Even the, like their, their backup defensive tackles, it's Adebaware, who's an undersized guy. Mm-hmm. No, they're built for speed. And Taven Bryan. Taven Bryan, right. He's another combine guy. So I should have said this. I mean... If you look at their draft class, really the last couple of years, but especially this past year, with the exception of Josh Downs, because they didn't have a slot at all. Yeah. They, they needed a slot. They, they thought that would be a very Richardson-friendly target, which he will be. And But their whole draft class and really this whole regime, they want length and they want combine guys. You know, like Brian, they didn't draft him, but he was a first-round pick because he's long and he's a combine guy. You know, like all their dudes that look great coming off the bus and they're going to test incredibly well in coincidentally, Indianapolis, <laughs> but that's not why, of course. You got you got a good <laughs> chance to see them run on your field. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but they're built that way. I mean, all their dudes are pretty and long and fast. Now, does that translate to being good football players? That's what their coaches are being. That's what they're still yeah, figuring yeah. out. Yeah, we're going to get to another break. He is the Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. There's only one. <laughs> and uh, Matt, uh, got some, a little bit of quarterback news here. And, of course, there are uh, some other injury news coming out of last night's game. Yeah. 
Uh, but Justin Herbert out the remainder of the season with the Shut him down. Yeah. I'm sure that came from ownership. You know, like he has a broken middle finger on his passing hand. Yeah. Like I bet if they were in the race and he could tape it up or miss a game or whatever – and I'm sure the coach in front office would be like, why don't we play the quarterback and maybe win a few and maybe save our jobs? But I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, I think I they're, mean, they're done at the end of the year. Yeah, and I think you mentioned this the other day. If Kellen Moore was this hot shot, you know, they probably would have given him the job already. And I just think they just want to get, get, get rid of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, this is want, just not working. Yeah. yeah, I don't want any of this. Yeah. Um, Side note, I know you know this, but I went through it on my podcast today. Their salary cap for next year is unbelievable. I mean, they have cap hits for like Eric Kendricks and Pimpkins at like ten million, and all the way up to Khalil Mack at like thirty-six million. You know, Bosa yeah. and Mack cost like seventy million dollars between the two. Of it's them. nice to have the quarterback in place, but yeah. I don't know if that's going to be a super attractive job. No, I mean that part is, but you're not going to be able to get anything. You'll probably have a pretty nice pick. And one, one, yeah, exactly. That's not going to do. <laughs> and a second round pick needs. that you might get. Okay, we got a decent second round pick, mm-hmm. but man, those guys better hit. They better hit. Yeah, and so both their edge guys are crazy expensive, and Williams and Keenan Allen are like you know, sixty-five million yeah. between the two of them. You're so, not be able to keep either either one of them, right? I don't know if all four are there. You know, so it's not great right now. No, not at all. Uh, got a quarterback change in Minnesota. Oh, did they? Nick Mullins will be the starter over Josh Dobbs. The Dobbs thing was a, a wonderful story at every stop of the way, and hey, we're rooting for him. But there's a reason. There's what his fourth team in the in the think, calendar year. Yeah, it might be fifth. I think seventh overall. Seventh but, overall. Yeah. But in the last 360, I mean, in 2023, I think he's been on four teams. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, if you're a starting quarterback, that doesn't happen. Um. Not only did the Miami Dolphins lose Tyreek Hill last night, mm-hmm. and he is considered day-to-day, uh, their starting center, Connor Williams, is out for the season with the torn ACL. They're really happy with him. Yeah. yeah, that was... He's probably, outside of Armstead, who plays yeah. sporadically, their best offensive yeah, lineman. Absolutely. I mean, he... If people don't know, he was a good guard with the Cowboys, and they signed him two years ago to a nice deal, moved him to center. I don't know what his background at center was, but he's fit in extremely well. And I think what they did last night was moved Eichenberg from guard to center. Yeah. So they're shuffling everything around. And I kind of liked Eichenberg coming out of Notre Dame. kind of like to be put in the center, though. He's... I don't think he's any of the above. Like yeah. One of the things I liked about him was he played a lot of tackle there. Maybe he's a center. Maybe he's a guard. He might be none. He might be a six-man. So yeah. losing your center is always a big deal. That's no, huge. Yeah. The Browns, Daywan Jones placed on injured reserve. Jedrick Willis also underwent arthroscopic knee surgery. He'll miss the rest of the 2023 season. And Conklin's been out. And Conklin's been out. So they're down to their fourth and fifth tackles the rest of the season. So Flacco better bring it out quick. And he's played well and he's processing well and all that stuff, but he's going to get hit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of rooting for Flacco. I'm kind of not. I mean, I I think it's a cool story. I hope you recruited him. But I don't want the Browns to do well. But my worry for him tackle stuff aside is he's old and playing two games is fine playing one game's fine how about five how yeah. about six you know i mean we wonder if he's gonna be this sharp a month from now yeah i mean yeah, it starts the hits start to add up and you yeah, don't oh, yeah. recover it's, quite as well monday's not as much fun as it he used hasn't to be. played a stretch of games 
in a long time. In a long that, time. Like, he would have spot Ravens. starts here and there. Yeah, right, right. I've but been not, the starter. Yeah, nothing where he was, okay, you're the starter for the next five games. Yeah, I don't know if he ever did that with the Jets. I mean, I think, I think the Ravens was, was the last yeah. time, which was Lamar's rookie year. Right. <laughs> Before he got benched for Lamar halfway through the year. So it was four years ago, five years ago? Yeah. I mean, I mean that worries me. You're one misstep away from... I just think everything's going to hurt. Monday yeah. mornings, I mean, I got hurt throwing darts. So. <laughs> Well, you are a finely tuned athlete. <laughs> right. I have a bad knee from mowing the lawn. <laughs> the uh, Ravens signed Malik Cunningham off Strange. The, the practice squad of the Patriots. Well, he certainly fits their style. I'm yeah. sure they've had their eye on him for a while, but the timing's weird. It's, it's a strange. Yeah. Yeah. And you keep thinking the Patriots are going to bump him up and have all these plans for him, but they don't. Yeah. It was my understanding the Patriots had a, a red zone package for him. For the Steelers game. And the game yeah, before yeah. that, yeah. And, but they did they they elevated him, but they didn't keep him on the active roster. Jersey dirty. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're setting themselves up here. So down the road, they want him in place now, in case somebody goes down, in case something happens, because they've seen that. I and, guess that's a good insurance yeah. policy. Coach him up now, and if you, wild card weekend, Lamar's not available, he'll be ready to be your two. At you the know, very yeah. least, when you you know if you he sit fits. Lamar in week eighteen, which we talked about to open mm-hmm. the show. Now you bump him up and he's number two. Yeah, or maybe even play him to see what we could do. Yeah, yeah there's, right, there's right. that too. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, he's a goes. talented guy. He's not a great passer, but he's a yeah, talented no. guy. Right. Um, according to Shane Steichen, who folks is the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, <laughs> it wouldn't know, surprise, right. it surprise me if everybody didn't know no, that. No, yeah, right. First year guy. Uh, Jonathan Taylor expected to play again at some point this season. That sounds about well, that right. That doesn't sound like he's playing this week no, against the Steelers. No, that sounds about right. Yeah, at some point this season. Mm hmm. Um, Hunter Long, uh, you saw that if you watched the uh, game with the Rams and the Ravens, mm-hmm. uh, he tore his ACL in that game. He's been placed on injured reserve. Rams tight end. Yeah. yeah. They also placed their long snapper on injured reserve. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, one takeaway, I think we talked about this with the Rams, was the Ravens had that walk-off punt return. Great. Great play. You know, great way to win. But... The Rams are bad on special teams because they don't have any Matikiewicz, Killebrews. Yeah. They can't afford it. They don't have any of those pure special teams dudes, you know. And I know a long snapper isn't a needle-moving thing, but they lost another guy that they're kind of counting on for that now phase. You gotta, now you got to bring in another one, and they mm-hmm. both count against your salary cap. How about this? You mentioned the Killebrew. His four, he, since he bit, came here in mm-hmm. 2021, four block punts. Yeah, in two and a half years, a little over. That's tied for the second most in the league if you just looked at teams. Oh, really? Over so he period. has as many as any team total. Wow. And the Colts had two two weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean it's, it's, not a, it's worth it, your money. People who are killing Danny Smith. Oh, Danny Smith. He, that's a skill. Oh, that's a skill. <laughs> and he is, Blocking kicks and punts is a skill. It's huge. Yeah. Like, people used to talk about what a legend Ed Reed was as a kick blocker. Like, he, there's nobody like him. Patrick Peterson has a history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these guys have skills, and they're – some of them are elite athletes, too. Yeah, you know? but you also have to scheme it up. To make, like, the one that they got the other and day, that wasn't a scheme. Right. That wasn't something that was schemed up. That was just Killebrew beating yeah. beating his guy. I think it was Montgomery. The was it? Time, I think it was Ty Montgomery okay. around the edge. That's their was... fault for putting a little a little guy yeah, on yeah. the edge like that. Receiver, running back, hybrid and, guy. But at the same time, the Steelers recognized that. To put their best guy on. Because Killebrews typically rushes from the inside. Mm-hmm. They put okay. him out on the edge. Like, okay, so that is scheming run, it up. Yeah, yeah run right, over this right. guy. It's just a matchup you like. Yeah. Same way as putting Cam over, you know, whatever. Because you know who your best kick blocker is. Mm-hmm. I don't even, like, 
He just, I think he blocked it with his body. Yeah, I think it was. Was it a forearm or yeah? yeah it was like, not wasn't like, the it hands wasn't hands no, outstretched like you usually do fingertips. He beat him so badly he got his whole body on the punt. So he he had those three special teams penalties. I hope that doesn't disqualify him from a Pro Bowl. I mean, as a as the pure special teamer, yeah. I mean, it probably will because there's not much to go off of. But I mean, I think I, I he's mean, one of the best ones in the league. With, my with point. you know, you might win the player vote. Mm-hmm. But you don't win the fan vote. Be well, the fans don't know who he is. They don't know, yeah, yeah. They'll just put Slater in again. Right, whoever, whoever, whoever that's where Slater is. makes it every year. <laughs> yeah, because they know I mean, who he is. Yeah, I don't even know if he's still in the league. The, the Patriots special teams have not been good the last two years. Terrible. He's part terrible. of it. He's their top special. He's their special team captain. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, but Killebrew has value, folks. I mean, Absolutely. Guys like Rams don't have a Killebrew. We're going to get to another break. That's going to do it for hour number one. Matt and I will be back for hour number two right after this. You're listening to the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.